Remember, children, just because our CEO is a cat that freely licks us doesn't mean your CEO should. Please talk to HR. Welcome to Attention Deficit and Hyperactive Dragons ADHD. My name is Sebastian and I play Xylus Ramsbottom, a level 9 high elf druid. Fun fact for Xylus this week, I'm sorry, uh, he chooses he chews his uh, fingernails and then uh, keeps them in a mason jar. That one's just like <laughs> psychopathic. Yeah, that, that's like a thing you find a serial killer have, like cool. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. This guy killed 20 people. He also kept fingernails in a mason jar. It's like, no shit. He's a fucking, like, like that was her first sign. Then we saw the 20 fingernail, fingernails in a mason jar or 20 just mason jars full of fingernails. Jars. You would have known he's a murderer. Jars of fingernails. Yeah. He's not that old. He's still like a kid as far as high elf are concerned. I, uh, my name's Caleb. I play Dr. Rosalind Rose Thompson. I'm kind of on a disc golf theme today because I went to play disc golf myself. So there's a story about Rose's first ace. Um, if you don't know what an ace is, it's a hole in one for golf. So you throw it in one, it goes in the basket. Long story short. We lost at least like two people there. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, that's fine. Moving on. Sports and D&D. Um, I'm going to just kind of further distance people from this fun fact. Uh, she was pistoling, which is throwing with your back, your front of your hand. If you know disc golf, don't look it up right now. It's really fun. Um, she threw it. She hit a tree. She threw it really good, hit a tree, and went in the basket. End story. My name is Audrey, and I play Velvet the Heron Gone Ranger. And my fun fact today is that when Velvet was a kid living with her mom in the woods, uh, she would put on plays for the forest animals. You're fact, pretty good. You've had some pretty whole. The last two fun facts were pretty wholesome. They were pretty good. <laughs> my last one was that she would eat grass. <laughs> <laughs> just keeping yeah. it simple anyways uh, and then also like her neighbors were the like uh mice family that were also circus oh yeah performers and they'd put on their own little circuses and stuff and like people from all over the upper or what was it lower atlin woods mm-hmm. would like come to watch their circus things so that she would do the plays for um the mice family too did she did she write any of her own plays Oh, they were all her own originals. Uh-huh. Yeah. So she's like the bard, w- William Shakespeare. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> William Baked Potato. Baked Potato. Potato. Daniel, what's your favorite form of potato? Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> twice baked where you cut it in half and then take all the shit out. You, you bake it, take all the shit out of it. You take the potato skin and you put like the potato mixture with like cheese and stuff back into the potato and then rebake it. It's pretty damn good. It's a good choice. Or hash browns. Also a good choice. Very versatile. Really, you can't go wrong with a potato. You can bake it, boil it, put it in a stew. I mean, eating one raw, I think is a little wrong. Mm. Fun fact about my dad. <laughs> no. He'll just straight up eat potatoes raw. No. I used to eat raw potatoes all the time as a kid. Does he salt them at all? Because we would. Grow, He'll put some seasoned salt on it. We would grow them, and so I'd be like up in the garden, like just covered in dirt, digging out po- potatoes. That was my favorite thing to harvest. We grew a lot of things because again, farm. Um, but my favorite thing is potatoes because it was like buried treasure. And then, uh, yeah, the really like the little ones, I would just go wash them off and pop them in my mouth. <laughs> a little snack for the road. Yeah, no, I would just like cut a potato in half, take it. Season salt the half. And just, yeah. Just bite into it like an apple. Exactly. We'll also do that with cucumbers and tomatoes. And zucchinis. Yeah. I'm not knocking the potato thing, but cucumber, <laughs> zucchini, tomato. Makes sense. Makes no, more sense. Those are, those are something a sane person does. Half a raw potato, that's a psychopath. 
Yeah, look at me now. I don't know about your dad. I was going to say, look at us now. but No, my dad's a little psycho. We all have a little psycho in all of us. It should be a beer commercial. It's like Captain Morgan, but worse. <laughs> what happened last week was you guys went to space. And that's all. <laughs> that's it. We really, that's okay. we really spaced out. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you went to space. You went to fantasy space, which is my environment. It's going to get real nerdy real fast. Yep. Y'all went to space. Met some space truckers. Went to a space truck stop. Space Western. Space Opry. You guys want to become space truckers? Boy, do I not. I mean, like, I feel like we could get, like, a contract for that. We got we got the cargo hauling You got the... <laughs> Fuck, you guys got cargo capacity, don't you? I think in one episode you said we had two extra train cars. I don't remember what the conclusion on that was. I think one of them is full of a minivan, though. Yeah, so one empty. Yeah. Rad. I think a train car is pretty big. So yeah, yeah. you guys, I mean, you could also like store the minivan somewhere else yeah, and I'm have two empty too. train cars and like, yeah, you'd guys be making some bank off. Where would we store the minivan? Just in someone else's car. Someone would have to share a car with a minivan. Or you could all live in one car and then have a lot of extra cars. Yeah, we might murder each other though. <laughs> well, Xylus can live in the, 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 cab. the cab. That would still be four people in a badger in one train car could make a lot of money could make a lot of money make a lot of, that's a lot of cargo anyways is that the recap yes all right so just to make things simple you guys are all probably standing there in the middle of this in the middle of one of the many streets of new solora in the middle of the, the street, street my house damn it so what do you guys want to do hey guys you want to blow up a moon that's no moon <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! So it's my last reference, um, probably. Last time, uh, last week in that last ep- last episode, Audrey expressed wanting to do the uh, the other quest first, the Dagum quest. Dagum. I like Dagum. Um, I think that we're all in different places right now, right? Not all, but like Sebastian and I are one place, and and or Silas and Velvet are one place, and Rose is somewhere else. Right. Y'all, I just kind of retconned it because Rose was coming back from the Archimist shop and you guys were still standing in the street. Oh, okay. So you're together, just to make things simple. Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't really... I have no problem with whatever we decide to do, actually. I, I do kind of like the Dagum quests. They turn out interestingly. I um. definitely think that's just my brain doing the, like, do all the quests in the area before you do the main quest kind of thing, so... So we already have info to get started on the, um... Oh, what's his name? Bo Carson. Bo Carson. Bo Carson. Yes. And we need to go kid info. So you have like a little thing. That. Yeah, we need to go to wherever that is yeah. if you want to do that one. What does that paper say? It gives you an address to a um, business, it looks like. It's called... Um, <laughs> what are we supposed to do with this business? Oh, there's a person there who needs your help <laughs> with uh, cargo salvage. Okay. Yeah. It was a Gypsum uh, Transportations. It's the name of the company that you need to go to. Does anyone oppose to going to Gypsum? Gibson? Gibson, like the Gibson. rock. Gibson. Gibson. Oh, I heard Gibson, like J-I-B-B-S-O-N. Yeah, no, that works. Gibson Transportations, like Gibson Freight Holdings, we'll say. To do what? They need help with cargo salvage. What does that mean? Uh, they, like, they need, they need someone to go out and salvage a wrecked ship for cargo. That sounds like fun. That sounds like some Firefly shit. Never. Never, ever, ever. I don't like Firefly at all. Firefly is for losers. It's like some season two Firefly stuff. Oh. I'm not going to cry. So yeah, you guys can go there if you want, or you can go blow up a bar 
fuck, you have a piece of artillery. You could legitimately blow up a bar now. Yeah, we do shit like that all the time, though. I was going to say, you think us not having a howitzer was going to stop us from blowing up a bar? <laughs> this just makes your your, your guys' ability to commit grand lar- grand arson easier. New and dangerous ways. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so what do you guys want to do? Salvage. Salvage? Yep. Audrey? Yeah, because cool. like I said, we blow bars up all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that is some fucking, like, we blow up bars all the time. That is some fucking chump, casually ass shit. Yeah. Hopefully we can salvage this episode. We just started. <laughs> it's not after Grace started. It already apparently. needs to be salvaged. Hey, puns, <laughs> puns never sorry. wait. Puns don't care about your feelings. <laughs> puns, puns never change. What is it good for? So we go to the salvage. You go to the salvage. All right. Uh, using your ranger's excellent sense of direction. Yes, Audrey? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Uh, using your ranger's excellent sense of direction. Do you guys... Um, also, there's like little trams and stuff here. Like uh, ye arcane stagecoaches. So if you want to take public transit, you can. Fuck that. Do you want to just walk? Oh, I thought we were in a train. No, you the 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 place you have to go to is deep in the city. <sighs> you couldn't park a train; you would get a ticket. You could take brooms if you wanted. Oh, oh, we do have brooms. You guys got a fuck ton of magic flying brooms. I want to take Are a there broom. Like weird laws and regulations around flying brooms. Uh, no, there's a there's, like you couldn't fly your train, but your broom's like a bicycle, so you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, I want to take an air bike. <laughs> you want to take an air bike? Definitely. Why do we even have the RCS thrusters? I want a broom. Yeah, hover speeder. Oh, I mean, you have a jetpack, so you can go as fast as the broom. Yeah, I just want to take the broom. You want to take? That right. seems like more fun. So you guys go back to the train real quick, grab some brooms, <laughs> and then you you blast off towards the city. And like as you're going over it, like yeah, it's just a bunch of like you're in an asteroid belt around a planet, and like all the asteroids are connected to each other somehow. And like there's some built like some asteroids are, like super small, so it's like one building, but like big asteroids have like buildings on top and bottom, like sticking out the side, and like. There's, like, causeways and stuff that move through the building, and there's, like, continuous traffic, like, tiny little, like, arcane microhighways between everything, and you guys are just blasting your way through. We could have taken the minivan. You could have taken the minivan if you I forget we have a minivan. And it's been been retrofitted for space. If we need to do some cargo salvage, actually, the train is best for that. But let's just go scope it out first. So you take the... You want brooms? Oh, yeah. We already did it. Let's just do brooms. As you guys blast your way through the city, it's it's like a 20, 30 minute broom ride. And like this place has everything, but the entire, it's like all very future, future Western kind of vibe. And it's, it is big. Like it, Atla is not this big. And as you're blasting through it, you realize that because you have to go through the center of the city is not like a government building, like a, you know, like a government capital or anything. It's a massive junkyard. Hmm. Junk salvage yard with like a mat, like huge junkyard full of all sorts of stuff. And you guys see some like really weird shit in there. Like just shit you've never seen. Cause there's like normal stuff you see in like broken down carriages, trains and stuff like that. But like these, these, there's this like long, like in the middle of the junkyard, there's this massive long metal tube with like little wings coming out the side and like, like a big tail coming off the back with little wings on it that says like American Airlines on it. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, uh, there's all sorts of random shit, and it looks like it's a salvage yard where you can go pick up stuff. Kind of like a pick and pull. It's like a pick and pull. It's like pick and pull. As you pass over that, you get to a semi-large asteroid with actually just one building on it, but like the building's surrounded by a fenced-in cargo yard with like big cargo containers on it. And there's a massive sign on top that says Gibson Freight Holdings. 
kind of land my broom and walk inside. You guys land your broom. Do you want to? You want to put it in the the broom parking spot? Like you know how they have like places where you tie up your bike. No, I'm just gonna bring it with me. It's a broom. All right, cool. I mean, there's places where you can tie up your broom so no one steals them. No, no, it's fine because if I ever need to like act like I'm a janitor, I have the broom right there. There you go. Do you guys all walk in with your brooms? Yeah. 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 If you have time to talk, you have time to sweep. I got told that one time at work. I have been told that too. Not on my current work. If you have time to lean, you have time to clean. That's what I was told. Yeah. I was like a machine was running and waiting for it. I'm like, oh, I should check my messages. Not on my current work. Um, you guys walk into the, the large, like three story building and um, you think you're not entirely sure what the other stories are for because like the bottom story is just office. And there's like a receptionist desk and there's a, there's a, um, a middle-aged, pretty uh, human woman sitting behind it, typing away at a typewriter at this front reception desk. Excuse me, miss. How can I help you this fine day? We've got sent here by Lady Dagum. Um, you got help with some salvage? Oh, good, good, good. Well, my second. Oh, let me let me page down the, the boss and so you guys can talk. If you want to, she points some chairs. If you would like, you can wait there or whatever. There's coffee and refreshments over on the side if you're interested in those. Druid bars. I'm good. Yeah, there's a, there's some snacks. Let's take some druid bars. All right. Are you trying to be stinky? Sure. All right, we'll stealth. Uh, she got... Ma'am, your four o'clock's here. Yeah, dirty 20. You you successfully steal druid bars. Just like pockets full. Yeah. Just pockets full. Are you emptying the little basket? I'm going to empty the basket. All right, yeah. cool. Yeah. As you guys are standing here, one of you stealing druid bars, are either of you having coffee or water? No. Right. I'll have some coffee. It's pretty bad coffee. Yeah, it's, it's like shit gas station coffee, but it's hot and it's caffeinated. Um, as you're standing here, you hear a. Are you sure it's not just like lukewarm? No, it's hot. It, it's it's not just hot. It's like liquid lava hot. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's hot enough to like scorch your mouth if you think about it too hard. That kind of, but it's bad. It's shit black coffee, but it's hot. So that's I guess that matters. As you guys are hanging out here, is there anywhere I can like hide or blend in? Yeah, totally. So I'm going to do that. Real stealth. Because as much as one mission with Dagon went well, I don't know if I entirely trust her. I forget. Okay. That's going to be a 25. Did you see some nipple? What happened? Sebastian yep. flashed me some nipple. I need to stop. Our, the foundation of our friendship is held up by gay. Hmm. That's a little too accurate, Sebastian. <laughs> hmm. All right. So you guys hang out here for a little bit. What'd you get for yourself? 25. Yeah. No one knows where you are. Um... As you're hanging out here, you realize on like like there's like a little, yeah, you're you're in a large off like in a yeah in a building. You hear the ding of an elevator, and from one side a little waiting area, and you see two doors open up, and a well you know kind of older elven lady dressed in fine clothes comes walking out. She's starting to gray parts of her hair are starting to gray towards the edges. She's wearing a a pair of spectacles and a clicky pair of heels, and she comes walking up to you, and she goes, "Well, hello." Uh, my name is uh, uh, Elijah Gibson. Um, here, you're from Miss Dagum. Talbot, nice to meet you. Silas Ramsbottom. You're from Miss um, Miss Dagum. Yes. Oh, good. I heard there was more of you. Yeah. Is this all there is? I mean, no. Okay, because there's supposed to be former reason. Oh, the kind of there's what, supposed like to be eight? five five of you. Wait, are we all not all here? No, fucking Rose disappeared all of a sudden. Oh. I mean, I know the the, the badger. Yeah. 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 But don't... there's supposed to be another elf. I'm real. I'm you know. I just want to make sure everyone's here before we go off and all right, whatever. She's like, "Why don't you follow me upstairs and we can talk about it? Maybe your friend will join us." And she starts walking off towards the elevator. Oh, an elevator. That's gonna be hard. To... <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be hard to sneak up the elevator. Are you two following her to the elevator? Yeah. All right. Um, with this elevator, is it like floors I can like? 
solid floors like in a hotel or is it like you go up the elevator and you can still see climb the, be able to get to the other floor without the elevator are there stairs mm, not that you can see or just like railings like an open because you know how it's like the typical hotel is like closed levels but then you have some hotels that have the like open space in between and then the elevator goes up is there any opening or just it's just a closed floors i'm not entirely sure what you're saying so like some some hotels right yeah floor Fourth floor elevator goes up in, but like it's like like thing. Some hotels open space where the hotel still goes like the elevators on the wall goes up, but it's still open spaces, so I can see the next floors. I'm just gonna say it's just a normal ass elevator. There's an elevator shaft in the middle of the building. Yeah, there's like a section down the middle of all the floors. Oh, you're talking like a glass elevator almost. Well, it doesn't have to be glass, but yeah, no, it's not that. It's like a closed elevator shaft. Hmm. Yeah, I'm just gonna have that. Try to sneak into the elevator. Like, there's no, like, like, there's none of the, like, the extravagant poshness of Atla. It's everything here is very utilitarian. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna go in the elevator. You just walk, are you gonna sneak in? Yeah. I heard all stealth. Because it's funny. Even though it doesn't make any sense. At disadvantage because, like, you're trying to sneak into an open, through an open elevator door. I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna take the, the 29 or the 25. God, yeah. Everyone rolled perception. Silas. <laughs> What'd you get, Velvet? Eight. Eight total? Eight total? I'm guessing that's a modifier. Eight. <laughs> Two plus six? Okay. I don't know. Uh, you got a 13. Yep. Uh, Miss Gibson got an eight. <laughs> So somehow Rose sneaks into the elevator with you guys without anyone. Hold up. Nope. Yep. No one sees you sneak into the elevator with him. Look, I feel like Marie doesn't even need to like, she doesn't know where I'm at, but it's Marie. She's like, she's up to some shit. She just knows what I'm doing. Is weapon with us? Yeah. I roll for weapon. I feel like Rose probably just like walked directly behind <laughs> And really slyly. just really, really close to weapon without touching yeah. him. I think I need to get Marie in on my hijinks. So oh, she pretends God. to be me if I'm not there. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you take the elevator, the elevator up. And if you guys say nothing, it's going to be a really quiet elevator ride. On uh, You go up the whole two floors. Well, I'm definitely not saying anything. I would imagine so, no. Velvet and or Xylus, do you want to say anything? I like your elevator. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, it's... It's an elevator. She doesn't like turn around or anything to look at you. She's just like looking straight ahead, like straight backed perfectly, like just perfectly. How many floors do you guys have? Three. (laughs) Unless you want to count the basement, then 12. What's in the basement? (laughs) I can't tell you. Oh. Yeah. Private. Top secret. Mm Mm-hmm. That's cool. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. That's the elevator ride. It's that. It's just me just being awkward. <laughs> it lasts a full 40. Random question. It lasts a full 45 seconds and you're a bing and the door opens into like a, a large office. Question. Yes. Could I have a Sharpie? Fantasy Sharpie? Yes. Yes. Can I roll stealth? <laughs> yes. To do what? No, 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 no. No, I'm no, rolling no. stealth. You, you have to tell me what you're doing first. Does Use, using the Sharpie. To do what? What are you writing on? The wall. Yeah, roll stealth. <laughs> okay, 17. Okay. To write, uh, Xylus was here, haha, butts. 
<laughs> Y'all can roll perception if you'd like. Yeah. Fuck. 21. 10. You got a 15, right? What is, uh, 13, 14, 15, 17. Oh, sorry. So Rose sees this and Miss Gibson rolled a natural 20. Oh. So she hears she hears the squeak. Like the squeak. I feel like the- I'm standing there next to a wall and my hand is like writing it upside down like behind me. <laughs> like as you begin to write the first letter, she <laughs> turns around and looks at you and she says, please don't graffiti the inside of the elevator. I pull the Sharpie, put the, put the cap back on. <laughs> and I hand it to her. I feel like... <laughs> like a disappointed she child. She puts it in behind her ear. And... I feel like, especially with a nat 20, like Silas uncapped the pen. She smelled it. <laughs> and, no. And went, God fucking damn. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. As, the, as, as she puts the pen away, you hear the elevator ding and the, it, the door opens to a large, large, actually... Large, very opulent office. Lots of dark colored woods, marbles, and leathers. There's already three people in this office as you guys walk in. Um, it's a large, like, stately office with a massive window that looks out over the, the asteroid belt. Uh, there's the classic globe full of alcohol where there's a uh, satyr man standing at him, pour- standing at it, pouring, pouring himself a drink. Uh, there's a massive like oak desk with like a leather top that she goes sits behind. She goes and sits behind, sitting in two chairs in front of the desk. You see two other people. One of them looks like an orc, and one of them looks like a dragonborn. There's like other things like there's two ca- there's some couches and like various potted plants and like a fish tank off on one wall. It's very nice, large, large crystalline. It's a large chandelier, but like instead of going down, it goes out. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> As you say hello, all three of the people here in here like turn around and like they all just like wave at you like you know the half orc like hey, hey how's it going and the dragonborn nods and the satyr just holds up a bottle of whiskey and then he just keeps pouring whiskey <laughs> and Miss Gibson sits behind the desk she's like oh um you, you can sit where we would like what was her accent so did she have an accent yeah, I don't know I don't Country? know if she did so, for some reason I want to do this accent so this is her accent now. Uh, <laughs> Fuck it. I'm so sorry, audience. She goes, uh, sit whatever you would like. Uh, Sketches, there's some more chairs. I can probably find something else if you'd like a beanbag or something. Uh, There's drinks over in the globe if you would like one. Looks like, uh, sorry, Uh, looks like Squib's already helping himself. I sit down. You sit down on a couch, chair. I'm once again going to find a place where I can continue hiding. Fucking, yeah, roll stealth. So is it kind of loungy? like Very loungy. Like very cash. Very cash. Floor. You sit on the floor. Yeah. Okay. She like looks like looks up over her desk. Would you like a pillow or anything to sit on? Sure. Yeah. O- okay. Uh, Jeeves, could you get the rabbit a pillow, please? And you didn't know this, this, but standing on either side of the elevator door were two well-dressed human men. They look like butlers. Ah. And one of them goes off to a small closet and brings you out a well-embroidered pillow. Cool. Would okay, you roll- I got twenty-four. Okay, hold on. Mm-hmm. No one noticed you. Damn. You guys can roll perception if you'd like to notice Rose. Sure. I just realized there's something called slippers of spider climbing. <laughs> you need a pair? I don't think I'm going to get boots of spider climbing just because slippers seems impractical. Yeah. Maybe like gloves of spider climbing. But yeah. I don't notice either. That's something. What'd you get, Caleb? I got 24. Uh, yep. You know where Rose is. Where, Rose, where are you hanging out? I just... Are you still just standing behind weapon? I just, what's the best place in the room for me to hide behind? There's a lot of places to hide. There's like couches. There's some potted plants you could hide behind. If you're feeling adventurous, you could try to hide in the chandelier. 
Probably not that. You could try to hide underneath her desk. Whatever makes the most sense for the scene, probably a couch. All right, you're hiding behind a couch that's pushed up against the wall. Yeah, and if if she's if she, Velvet sees me, I'm just gonna go. Velvet Rose is hiding behind a couch. Yeah, I wasn't gonna say anything. Okay, didn't think you were, but for the record. so as you guys all sit down, and if anyone wants drinks, they can have it. Uh, Miss Gibson goes. So I'm I'm glad you're all here. It's good that you're here. Um, my name is Miss Gibson. You can call me Miss Gibson. Uh, I own the company here. Uh, you know, the, the, we we mostly run in cargo. And I ran into a problem a couple weeks ago. One of our ships making the the passage to the Atlan Gate has gone missing, and no one's no one's been in contact with it for well, actually two to three weeks. And um, someone has finally found it. But we need uh, I need someone to go out and. Mostly gets one variant particular piece of cargo off of it in one piece. I don't care much about the ship, just the one very important piece of cargo. And that is why I hired, well, called all of you here. Uh, I don't, he, she looks at you guys like, I'm not sure what you call yourselves, but uh, you will be working here with uh, Morty's Bunch. Uh, the Revengers, obviously. I see. <laughs> Sorry. I don't say that. <laughs> the, the other group of people called themselves Morty's Mob. Okay. Walty's mob, you guys will be working with them. And they all look very familiar, this other three people. You feel like you bought a howitzer off of them. Ah. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. I recognize Squib. It's 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 uh chugged squib and germ. Hey guys. Oh, hello, how's it going? Uh, uh long time no see. How's the gun working out for you guys? Well, we haven't fired it yet. What a shame. I agree. Yes. However, we haven't been in a situation where we needed to fire it. Well, I feel like you can find those very easily. I'm, I'm working on it. Okay. Well, I mean, maybe you'll have one here. We shall see. Yes. As he goes through this, she goes, so I've hired these individuals because they have a ship of their own. So you'll just be joining them and uh, you'll make your way out to the, the, the stranded cargo vessel. Uh, if there's anyone left alive on board... Please bring them back. But if there's no one left alive, just get the cargo and get out. Oh, uh, what's the uh, cargo? It's the core. It's the, the heart of a star. Oh. It's a very rare gemstone. Do I need like... Do you need gloves? <laughs> no, no. It's just called a heart of a star because it's what is created when a, a star meets the end of its life and Sorry. it goes cold. I thought that's what you were going for. Did I cut you off? No, like, yeah, that's what Oh, that was what you were going to say. No okay. protection equipment required. It's just a very, very rare and expensive piece of rock. Why Why do you need our particular set of skills? Uh, because Lady Dagum told you told told us she has some expendable meat. Ah. Mm-hmm. Not but, skill-based. No, no, she said you were very skilled. You were able to get jobs done. But if you died, it wouldn't be too much of a loss to society. Also, you were free. I have to pay these group. Yes, that I understand. Hi, train. Toot toot. You were free. One day, maybe level twenty, Lady Dega might be find herself in an unfortunate accident. Anyways, <laughs> how dare you use us after we've killed your entire family and ruined their fortune? She didn't care. She didn't care, but also she, you're at her mercy right now. Yeah, we also, also didn't kill we didn't her family. Kill, yeah, we didn't kill her whole family directly. You didn't directly murder all of them. They mm. made their own choices to start killing each other. <laughs> just because the stock market crashes not mean you jump off a cliff. We're <laughs> just here for the interesting quests. It's it, yeah, you know. Yeah, no. You listen, you're. Ex- listen. Sometimes the, the the hard truth of it comes out, and you are ex- in fact expendable meat. You're meat with skills, but in fact you're just meat. Xylus Z- is confused and is like mulling this over, and he's like, "Okay, is there any more information, <laughs> honey? If you die, it won't be a loss to me or anyone else." 
see, you see, this is quite the moral quandary to me because I am the best. I'm so sure. how could the best dying be insignificant? I don't know if I'm going to understand. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, you're an adventurer. This adventure is everywhere. It just so happens that I can use you for free. See, I understand that. Silas Ramswatton. <laughs> I feel like I'm losing the accent because of you, because yours is similar. <laughs> I don't know. So if you, unless you have any other questions, you can follow the mob here and be on your way. Uh, yes. Thank you. I have a meeting here soon. Nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. I do a somersault off the chair. Oh, oh damn. Roll, roll acrobatics. Okay. Velvet, do you have any, any other questions, queries, qualms, concerns for this lady? No. Okay. Dirty 20. Damn, you were a fucking fly. Sick. Rose, do you want, do you have any questions, queries, qualms, concerns? Nope. Staying sneaky. All right. Um, kind of want to stay in for the meeting, though. <laughs> oh. Okay. But that would derail the story, and I don't really care that much anymore. Um, uh, as you, as this whole meeting ends, Jerem goes, so, um, if you guys want to follow us, we'll take you to our ship. Unless you guys need to go pick something up from your, your train, right? Do we need a train or a minivan for any reason? I mean, if you want to bring the minivan, it's fine, but we have our own, we have our own ship. You have guns, I'm assuming. <laughs> no, do we have guns? I, we're, we're probably good, yeah. We could, we could, we could glass an entire moon, no problem. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we got, we got firepower, my man. My train feels insignificant. <laughs> do you guys want to go pick up anything from the train or anywhere else? No. Velvet, do you need to want to go pick up anything before you head to the Morty's Mobs' ship? No. Okay. Rose, are you staying for the second meeting? No. I'm going to still be sneaky and go to the ship, but... How long are you going to sneak for? Until I trust people. Okay. Roll that stealth. 27. God damn. Damn, Squib got real close, but not close enough. So you guys leave the building, make your way back out onto the rocky expanse that is uh, new, new Solora, and um, parked out behind, or actually parked underneath this rock that uh, uh, Gips- Gypsum Trading, Gypsum Trading, uh, Gypsum Transportation Limited is on, on the underside, is quite an impressively large boat that these guys are sailing on it's a it's a beast to say the least yeah we saw it in the last episode right or a couple episodes no this is different oh it's this is bigger this is this boat's almost as long as your your train gotcha but it's like a massive like yeah four masted sailing ship stuff cannons fuck yeah it's got cannons (laughs) nice it's got like three rows of 10 cannons each on both sides yeah and the middle of the deck is a massive like mortar howitzer thing thinking of Pirates of the Caribbean now. Kind of. Because um, it's like, you know, all armor plated and stiff. Steampunk pirate ship. Steampunk pirate ship. Rad. Uh, as you guys make your way onto the ship, uh, you meet a motley crew of goblins and kobolds and the captain, Captain Morty. He is a rotund, pudgy human man with a predacious beard gut and a pretty sloppy beard. But this is his ship. Unless you guys want to do anything else, he's going to cast off really quick. Not much to say about it. You guys are just, you know, he's going to take you to the spot, uh, transport you guys onto the other ship, and just hang out until either he doesn't hear from you ever again, or you guys come back onto his ship, and then probably blow up the wrecked transport vessel. Or tow okay. it back, depending on the condition it's in. Uh, do you guys want to do anything while you're on the, 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 
large cargo ship. Rose, did you sneak on? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, she snuck on. Okay. You have no idea where she is. Yep. She's just, you just haven't seen her in a while. Just praying. Yep. Do you guys want, you guys want to do anything while you're heading towards the um, cargo salvage are target? We, are these the same guys we bought stuff from? Yeah, they are. Yeah, they might have something I want. Yeah, I'm going to go tackle them one of them now. Okay. See if they have gloves and or boots of spider climb. Didn't uh, you want your grappling boat. hook launcher? That's three days away. Oh, could ask. Um, I'll get to you in a second. Velvet and or Xylus, do you want to wander the ship and go poke around can, or just hang can out? Can I roll to make at least one friend on the trip there? Sure. Roll uh, charisma. Charisma. Sounds good. Chorizo. Velvet. This is some spell-assisted charisma. Do you want to do anything? You just kind of want to hang out and wander around on the ship? Uh, I'm just going to hang out. Okay. 16. 16. You make friends with the... Um, it's hmm. like a cannon hand or something. I don't know. You make friends with the uh, the first mate. Okay. No, wait. Uh, I guess the first mate would be second in command. No, the bosun. You make you make friends with the ship's bosun. What's a bosun? If I remember correctly, it's like the a ship officer in charge of equipment and the crew. Yes. Cool. You make friends with the bosun. Boatswain. Boatswain. Bosun. Okay. They shortened it. Okay. Cool. Good friend. Mm-hmm. Not well. You're not good friends, but you're definitely no. But good you friend to have. Click. Yeah, you guys definitely click. He's a he's a fairly friendly but older um, orcish man. He's very serious about his job, but he enjoys a good drink in his off time. Cool. And he kind of has that chaotic energy that you have. Right. Yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. I do, sometimes I just do things. Would you like a? Would you like the liver with a fava bean and ice candy? <laughs> That was what a good reference. What the fuck was that? From uh, Science, of the, Science of the Lambs. I don't know. He ate a reporter? Don't like it. <laughs> um, Velvet, you just, you're just hanging out, you said? Yeah. All right. It's a, I mean, do you want to hang out anywhere particular? Do you want to the deck? You just want to just exist? Just exist. All right. It's a pretty ragtrag group of people who man the ship. Um, if you want to go wander around, you can. Otherwise, there's, I mean, it's going to be a pretty boring ride there. There's not a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's like a big cargo cargo deck cargo storage area under the ship. There's a galley. They got uh, sleeping bunks for people. You know that the uh, the group the other uh, germ chugged and um, squibs boat is being held on this boat. So Rose, yes, you would like to talk to? Do you care which one? No, not at all. All right, you find uh, Germ. He's out on the deck, probably smoking a large cigar. Hey, Germ. <laughs> Oh, um, hello. Um, Rose. Rose. Yes. yes. Hi, how's it going? Pretty well. Oh, good. Do you guys have boots and or gloves of spider climb? I don't I don't believe so, but we could go check in the the, the ship. Yeah. Okay. If you follow him down, he's going to take you out to the ship. And sadly, they're not really, they don't really sell stuff like that. They're more large, no, I large items. But so it, was if you worth, wanna, it was worth the ask. If you want to buy cannons, don't need a cannon. If you ever want spider climb, just let me know. <laughs> magical, yeah. magical vehicles of unknown origin. But being able to have these gloves and be sneaky. Bulk amounts of ammunitions oh. or ammunition and rations and stuff. Uh, I'm going to disappear again. Okay, roll stealth. Ooh, that's my lowest so far. And it's a dirty 20, so it's attainable. Okay. People might see me. No one sees you. Yay. So unless you guys want to do anything particular, it's going to be like a day and a half trip at warp dang yeah that's far no it's far you guys are it's yeah um oh well i probably should introduce my friends 
make re make friends eventually <laughs> reappear with my friends are you gonna do that yeah okay uh i thought it was gonna be like an hour or two no 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 uh you just kind of reappeared and everyone goes oh what the huh how did you okay rose you're not dead <laughs> i'm not entirely sure i can die well, we haven't <laughs> found out, out yet wow <laughs> I am so impressed. Look, I spent like a half a day and no one noticed me. It's pretty sweet. I was concerned. Mildly, but concerned. I noticed you. Right, we did have that in the I office. I just didn't see, I just didn't say about anything about it. Right. Ray's gonna look at you like, what? why? Did you fucking disappear? I don't trust anyone who's associated with Lady Dagum. I don't trust Lady Dagum. Okay, you know, you do you, do you boo. I guess I understand. And then she referred to us as expendable meat. So I think my place, my tr- not placing my trust in her was smart. I mean, I guess you do you then. It's fine, you know. Um, unless you guys want to do anything, it's gonna be a pretty uneventful ride. Uh, you guys do get like bunks for the evening if you would like to take take a if you would like to sleep. Otherwise, it's just a cargo ship. Nothing, nothing crazy going on. On <laughs> Jackson doing something fun. Jackson's always doing something fun. I see. As as you hit, you know, noon on the second day. You all get called up to the, the deck of the ship. Yes. Yes. Are you actually all going to the deck of the ship? Yeah, I won't do it sneakily this time. You're not sneakily? Yeah. All right. So as you guys all make your way to the deck of the ship, uh, you see the target. It's a large, pretty rusty looking. Um, it's kind of almost just like a looks like someone took some boxcars and welded them together into a ship. And they just kind of threw cargo in it and started transporting it kind of thing. Strap thrusters on. Pretty much. Like, they strap they strap some, like, thrusters and wings and, like, a glass cupola for the cockpit. And that's a cargo ship. Cool. It, it looks like it can carry a lot. It's pretty robust. But that's about it. She's not living in any beauty contests anytime soon. And it's, it looks pretty unarmed. <laughs> They're going to hook you guys up with a, a small, like, shuttle vehicle to take you over. And it's just going to be you guys with uh, Squib, Chugged, and um, Germ. How far away are we from the mess couple kilometers yeah i'm gonna use my um scope of scientific zoom in damn all right Sci-fi you use zoom in enhance to, to to evaluate the situation a little bit better roll investigation oh, i'm so good at that xylus velvet do you want to do you want to scope out the ship do we have our broomsticks yeah Fucking I'm cool seven. if you want to break them Brandon. Fucking seven wow that was bad i have mm-hmm. pl- i even have a plus five to it and you have your spacesuits too i'm guessing because yeah yeah <laughs> And they had places on the boat so you, where you could like recharge oxygen and everything. Rad. Yeah. You got a seven for investigation? Yeah, not great. I mean, besides nothing, there doesn't really seem to be anything wrong. Nothing going on here. It's just a crappy old ship. It's literally just like, as you look at it, like, yep, nope, those are just essentially cargo containers welded together. For the record, guys, I don't know why I have this feeling, but I'm pretty sure there's going to be zombie and or zombie-like creatures on there. Yeah. <laughs> I just huh. want to state this for the record that we're on the same page. And I'm going to have to ask the captain, hey, do you have someone yes. who, I'm not going to say the word expendable, mm. but generally wear, goes first and wears a red shirt? No, this isn't Star Trek. That's what you're for. Hmm. Okay. I honor my crew. None of them are expendable. I didn't say expendable. I said goes first and wears a red shirt. <laughs> sounds you like, you sounds like you're that. saying expendable. Well, I'm not saying expendable. <laughs> you're interpreting expendable. Yes, I am. Which is not what I said. Listen, all my crew matters to me. Maybe you- Rose just doesn't like target employees. <laughs> <laughs> I think target employees most of the time are fabulous. He's like, I'm just supposed to transport you. You guys do the scouting and poking around. I've had a target employee get really mad at me before. 
Were you faffing about? No, one of my friends just destroyed one of the signs. Well, well, <laughs> reasonably why they got mad. Yeah, yeah, it was fair. I've kind of had the same feeling like about Target that I have about like Walmart and stuff. <laughs> oh, the corporations themselves are shit. Targets, but people are manufactured people. bouginess. <laughs> it's not real bougie. <laughs> it's manufactured bougie because <laughs> it's better than Walmart, oh. but like only a little. Only oh, wants to pretend it's better. So unless uh, you guys, unless you want to do anything else, are gonna get. Stuffed into just like the absolute like barest minimum like shuttle you can to be launched over towards this floating freighter. Sounds good. And then where'd you get this whole zombie thing from? Okay, first of all, I've seen enough space movies. (laughs) I'm not saying zombie. I said mainly zombie-like creatures. Firefly. I was not necessarily referencing Hmm? that directly. Reavers. Yeah. But yes, that is also an example. Or Dead Space. Dead Space. Borg. uh, Oh fuck the Borg. Halo. The Borg. I even think Star Wars at one point has something similar to it. It's It's a reoccurring sci-fi trope. And also, like, if everything appears to be going and being okay, it's not. I mean, the ship itself isn't, like, perfectly floating along. It's just, like, gently, like, tumbling through mm-hmm. space. Mm-hmm. It's fucked up. It's yep. rusty. Yeah. There's going to be some weird hive mind creature inside that we're going to have to murder. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just making sure that everyone's prepared for this potential <laughs> eventuality. Uh. Spoilers, damn. Yeah, no. Anyway, so we're going. I, I, I have my broomstick. I don't know I'm if anyone else wants to bring theirs. Oh, I have mine for sure. Alternate thought: giant space spider and her babies. Same thought process. We just have, if we just play the game, we'll probably find out. Yeah, you'll probably find out. <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> but I want everyone to be on the same page. Of, <laughs> shit's about to go down. We might see some fucked up like Resident Evil body horror shit. Are you ready? <laughs> Exactly. Everyone's prepared. No, but let's do it. Sebastian, I love Resident Evil Body Horror, so... Yeah, okay. So you guys get packed into this tin can of, like, a, of like a, 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 a fucking space shuttle thing. Just a big tin can it's with a just, thruster on it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. There's, like, two sticks in the front and a window, and it's just, like, a big tube. It's literally two tree branches. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because it's all kind of rustic. So, like, the inside's wooden. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, like, little wooden bench seats and everything. <laughs> oh, shit. And the ship mechanic's just some dude named, like, Cletus. He's a carpenter. And there's, uh, maybe, but there's a lot of duct tape involved. Uh. <laughs> his name's Cletus, and he's really good at his job. So you guys get packed to this tin can, and like the like one of the one of the the crew main goblins like stands was like he's like good luck, and he clung closes the door, and you hear like a and you guys are jettisoned across, and Squib sitting there like yeah this is real clapped out. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, if we die, I'm real sorry. Is and there he, oxygen in it? Sure. Okay. <laughs> I'd assume the whole thing is going. <laughs> Oh, no, it's not great. Like, the oxygen consists entirely of, like, there's two oxygen tanks strapped to the roof. They cracked them. Yes! They just cracked the valves on them. So you just hear a gentle... (laughs) So fucked. And it's maybe, like, a a four or five minute... I slowly just put my helmet on. (laughs) Oh, is Terry still wearing her spacesuit? Probably, yeah. All right, cool. You have to carry Terry, then. Okay. Okay. You guys kind of yep. make it over there. You attach to like some sort of port, and the doors open mm-hmm. into this cargo box. Daniel. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Front of the tin can was <laughs> thunk, right? <laughs> and then in, in a circle on it, 
you see a blade go <laughs> and go and carve open the tin can. Sebastian, you and I are having way more fun with this bullshit than everyone else. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> That doesn't have to happen. No, no you guys park in like a little like uh, uh, fantasy sci-fi shuttle parking spot. Yeah. Um, the ship has power still, so there's atmosphere. Yeah. And you all get out and you know you have to go find the heart of a star and it's somewhere on the ship. Do you guys want to do anything else while you're on the ship? I'm going to try to loot something for okay. sure. Okay. I... I might have given the warning about potential aliens, but I may be the person that sets off these aliens. All right, so you want to you go scavenge the ship for shiz? Oh, absolutely. Velvet, would you like to do anything, or you just want to get in and get out? Yeah. Okay. There's going to be some weird shit here. Xylus? Yeah, I'm going to start walking in. All right, so you guys find yourselves in like a, again, as I said, four, like, okay, it's probably like eight by eight cargo containers just welded together and like holes and stuff have been put in between them and there's like ladders and stairs and stuff. Do we have flashlights on our spaces? <laughs> flashlights? <laughs> yeah, but you can only use them for a short amount of time before the battery dies. Oh, great. No, Horror you got movie. flashlights. Horror movie status. Okay. You got, you got some crusty ass like mag lights like duct taped to the side of your helmet. Hey, you know what? It works. <laughs> so, Velvet and Xylus, you seems like you guys want to get in and get out, and Velvet at least does. Xylus? Sure, I'm being cautious. You're being cautious? Yeah. So, you find yourselves in, like, a, a large kind of, like, it seems like a shuttle chamber because yours is not the only tin can in here. Okay. There's two other ones, like, hanging from the roof. Um, one of them looks like it was being actively worked on because there's, like, scaffolding and stuff underneath it. Um, and you know there's, pow like, there's power in here because there's, like, people atmosphere and, like, some gravity besides that it is dark there's no lights no sound besides maybe the occasional like of something bouncing off the side of the, the ship fully work contribution by man on dirt bike thank you man on dirt bike now fuck off <laughs> this episode is brought to you by man on dirt bike <laughs> If you want to interrupt a podcast without knowing you're interrupting a podcast, man on dirtbag. <laughs> That's a service you can buy. So, what do you guys want to do? I want to find some cool shit. Okay. Go on the ship, find the thing. You want to just start <laughs> looking for the cargo bay? Yeah. Xylus? Yeah, cargo bay. Cargo bay. So, uh, what do I want to go to first? Uh, do you care if I go to Rose real quick first? Sure. Rose. You're the only one who's going to go looking for shiz. You and Marie, of course. Marie's always down. Look, that's a whole thing of cargo. Wait, do do one of you want to take, like, I guess do you want to take Squib or anyone with you? How many of the people, are the, like, NPCs are there with us? Three. Three? Sure. We'll take one of the NPCs. Which one do you want to take? Squib, Chugged, or um, Germ? You know what? I, I met Germ earlier, I think. I'm going to just ask him if he wants to go. Yeah, uh, Germ, you said? Germ. Germ's always down. He looks like he's the bard of the group. He's got a... He's got, like, a guitar and stuff on his back. Do you want to just start wandering, or do you want to try to find something specific? I don't have anything specific in mind. Uh, so just wandering is probably going to be the thought process. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, you leave, like, the little shuttle bay, and you and Squib begin walking about. Um, I'm just going to say it. I'm not going to make you roll anything. The ship's pretty quiet. As you're wandering around, you don't find anyone else. The first place you come to looks like it's the galley. It's like a kind of a kitchen area with like some rickety ass stools and tables all around it. And like a, uh, a big central 
like a big central circular area where like there's people that looks like they cook and stuff. But there's no one back here. No one in here. Still no lights or um, power. As you continuing on, you find crew quarters, just little, little, little pre-built boxes jammed into this place. Um, they got a bed. They got a bathroom built into the wall where like you pull the toilet out and you push it back and there's like a sink and stuff in there. Not a whole lot going on there. Would you like to loot any of that? So this is, a, is it like a foot locker? Yeah, each room at the bed, like at the bed, has like a little foot locker. Some of yeah, them have hammocks. Definitely gonna look in that. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check for any traps first. Roll investigation, or you know that stuff. Don't screw me again. Investigation. Nineteen. Nineteen. You don't find any traps. Some of the foot lockers are locked, but they're not really rough, tough locks to pick. Marie could punch them off if you wanted. I want to be quiet about it. Oh, damn. Okay. No, you could you could pick them pretty quickly. Yeah. There's not a lot going on there. Um, as you begin making your way through the clue quarters, uh, Germ's probably just going to like hang out. He doesn't really want to loot anything, so he's just going to hang out in like, the hallway as you, you and Marie move through the, the crew quarters. Are you looking for anything particular or just anything valuable? Oh, any cool shit, yeah. Um, You find probably 150 total gold split amongst 10 rooms. Sweet. Uh, some various pieces of jewelry, uh, you know, like books and comic books and magazines and newspapers. There's def- definitely a couple of, fa- couple of fantasy playboys in here. Um, anything, like, really cool? Not really. You find some, like... Looks like people had like guns, some guns and knives and stuff for like self defense. I'm gonna pick the gold and I need jewelry, any valuable jewelry. You find some like basic, like, you know, some rings and some earrings and stuff, uh, a couple necklaces. If you want to just transfer it straight to gold, probably like another 75 gold jewelry. Sweet. As you're looking around. Oh, is there any dead gifts? Gifts? The hippos? No. Damn. You haven't seen anyone in here. It is surprisingly clean. That's what I figured. It's surprisingly spotless. And as you're, like, poking around in the crew quarters, you find, like, small, like, ceramic plant, like, pots. But there's no plants, and there's, like, dirt all around wherever they were. I hate that. Like, they just got, like, pulled up out of them really fast. Um, Hmm. And you even find, like, in some of the quarters, like, a bird cage. Someone had a bird. Bird's gone. There's no, there's, like, you know, a dog bed in one of the quarters. Dog's gone. There's just a pair of dog tag, like a, a dog collar laying on the floor. If you continue on, just kind of moving, you'll probably hit the bridge next. Yeah, let's just continue on with this trope. <laughs> <laughs> as you, as you, Marie and uh, Squib begin making your way towards the bridge, Velvet and Xylus. Oh, can I, before we do that, before yeah. you, I'm going to say over the oh, yeah, inter- the- thing, there's surprisingly no people and or bodies. Watch out. No sign of life at all. We went to the crew quarters. Absent. Nothing. Not even plants or animals. Be on watch. Also, it doesn't smell like anything. Well, we're on a helmet, so I don't know if we'd smell that anyway. There's atmosphere on here. This boat boat still got atmosphere. So you don't have to have your helmet on. Oh, I still have my helmet on. Okay, then you... No. no, It it smells like the inside of your spacesuit. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of leathery and musty. I'm never going to take that off. Okay. When I'm here. Xylus and Velvet. Jackson was putting his head in there. Oh, that's (laughs) pretty sweet. So are you... Is it... Do you guys want to take... Oh, actually, no. They're going to come with you. Uh, Squib and Chugged are gonna with you, and um, they got weapons and everything. Chug's got a large, weird cannony thing that he just carries around with him. So you guys want to make your way towards the cargo bay? Mm-hmm. Do you want to make any other detours there along the way? Check stuff out, or just fucking get in and get out? The one thing I would look for would be maybe an armory. No, you don't. You know, there's probably a small armory on the ship. Is it on the way? Sure. Yeah. Why not? 
I want to peek in it. Okay. Velvet, do you want to make any pit stops on the way? No, I just want to get in and get out. <laughs> just get in and get out? Yeah. No no fantasy space adventures for you? Uh, I don't trust wherever this fucking place is, so oh. I'd like to just... So as you guys begin making your way towards the cargo bay, you pass by some other places like bathrooms and washrooms. You see there's some like maintenance hatches that go into like tunnels in the ship. Uh, if you want to, you can explore some of them. But much like with Rose and Marie, you don't find anyone else or literally anything else. As you begin to, as you make your way past the armory, Xylus, you, you want to go in? Oh, I poke my head in. It's locked. Not going to worry about it. Wait, why would it be locked? Because it's an armory? Mm-hmm. Is there a door handle? Yeah, there's like a door handle or everything, but like, you know, there's a lock on it. Okay. I really enjoy his first instinct. He's like, nah, I'm not going to worry about it. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Why would it drain? Either it's locked because it's just an armory, or it's locked because something is behind it. <laughs> Thank you, Expector Clouseau. Space cat. <laughs> Mr. Sherlock Holmes here. Real narrowing down the mystery. Uh, do either of you guys have your helmets off? If I'm about to open a door, I'm putting my helmet on. Well, did you did you have before you open the yes, door? Helmet off. Helmet off. Yeah. I I would imagine I would keep my helmet on just because again, like I don't trust this place. I don't know like okay. if there is going to be atmosphere, and I don't want to. Xylus. Yeah. There is an overwhelming smell of nothing. Like disturbingly nothing. Just like disturbingly nothing. Like you maybe like a metallics nothing. Good old overwhelming smell of nothing. I'm now going to put my helmet on. <laughs> okay. Like, it, it is so nothing, the air is almost kind of stale. Huh. Hey, Velvet, do you think I should open this? Uh, I mean, I don't feel too strongly one way or the other about it. Not going to lie. Cool. I shoot the handle with a shotgun. Oh, cool. I didn't know you were going to do that. Cool. So you, I thought you, you were going to pick the lock. You... Oh. Yeah. Hey, Rose, you hear that? Oh. <laughs> you hear a loud, loud shotgun blast. You hear the first, and then the because it's goddamn all metal, so that sound carries super well. Nice. You blast the handle clean off this door, and it yeah gently opens inward from the force. I like take the shotgun and like push it, you push it all the way open, poke it open it. And so I have dark vision. It's an armory. There's like sh there's like racks of like swords on the wall and yeah. some guns. It's totally dark in here. But Wait. what you can make out there's uh like the like the closed closed wire racks of like swords and guns and stuff. Some spears, some shields. Nothing too ridiculous. Maybe you should roll a perception check. I'm gonna do that. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I like that. Perception. Velvet. <laughs> yeah. What were you gonna say? Stice is not having. Can it today. I? Like, I feel like this would be her first instinct after Xylus shoots the shotgun. <laughs> yeah. Can I roll stealth to hide? Yeah, go ahead and roll that stealth. Okay. I was gonna say the same thing, but it wasn't my scene. Yeah. Velvet, are you going to be entering the armory at all? No. Okay. Uh, not yet. No. Okay. Would you get on that uh, stealth? I got a twelve. Okay, you're stealthy. Xylus, would you get also a twelve on perception? You hit the number. Can I cast past that trace and make it a 22? Is yes, that a you thing? Can. That's okay, I'm going to do that. As you push the armory door open and you walk in, there's like vents and stuff up towards the top of the ceiling that like circulate air because mm -hmm. you need that in a ship. And you notice coming through the vents, the grate of the vents, 
it kind of looks like plant roots except they're meaty i try and talk to them do you just like I do speak with plants you know that doesn't work okay nothing I nothing, get nothing you get nothing just dial tone <laughs> Beep. yeah nothing and it like kind of like it like came out of the, like it looks like it came out of the vent and like started crawling up onto the ceiling it's moving it's not moving but it looks like roots like came out of the vent and like <laughs> onto the ceiling they're not moving but it looks like they're I'm talking to the walkie-talkie <laughs> Silas Rabsbottom here, status report. I oh, see oh, people oh, oh, found... Oh, you gotta... <laughs> Silas Rabsbottom, status report. I have found uh, an armory completely empty. There are no, no, some... It's full. Of... Weapons. Oh, comp- no people. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, no people yet, just weapons. There is a meaty vine root thing coming out of the air vent, though. Cause for concern? Mayhaps. <laughs> Most definitely. We're going to head back to you right now. Um, over. That's good. You got to say over when you're done. Over. And I'm going to... Everyone heard me. I'm going to tell... We're going to sneakily make as fast as possible back to that direction. You don't want to go You don't want to go back to the... You don't want to go all the way to the bridge? Nope. No? Nope. Okay. Nope, nope, nope. Because partially... You know what? <laughs> the first sign of trouble is you... You don't ignore that. You mm-hmm. we, we group as fast as possible. Yep. Yep. I need you to roll, roll perception. And you said sneakily? Yo. Roll sneak. stealth first real quick. Oh, well, that's that's going to be the least of my problems. It's the perception text that's going to fuck me. 25. Sneak. Damn. All right. You sneak like a ghost. Uh, germ on the other... Wait. Did you take germ or squid? Sorry. Germ. Germ. Germ, germ is not very stealthy. Shocker. <laughs> And he also rolled shit for, for, for perception. I got an 18. You got an 18. Mm-hmm. As you and Germ and Marie... Oh, got to roll for Marie real quick. God damn it, Marie. No, Marie's fine. She got a dirty 20. Oh, good job, Marie. Uh, for stealth, she didn't do sweeter perception, but that's fine. You're fine. As you guys are making your way back down to where you know the cargo hold to be, you, uh, you notice one of the rooms that you were in, there is a weird kind of mushy meat slime covering the floor now. Was Is the door open? Yes. I'm going to close the door. You go to close the door and the meat slime is like blocking the door from oh. closing. Well then, if it is near the door? It's covering like from, it's covering the entire floor in this. Oh, in this okay. So room. if I saw that, I would not even look at it okay. close to it. I'm just going to keep going. Like as you run past it, you see it sitting like like kind of almost like pulsing. Mm-hmm. Great. We have a blob situation. Hey guys, hey Silas. Um, Hold on, you gotta. You know. No, no, I'm just gonna move on. <laughs> okay, um, fine then. This is a this situation's not <laughs> for theatrics. A uh, little bit of an update. Um, we have a weird meat slime. Ah, I've got the same meat slime over here. <laughs> yeah, we better get the shit and go. Yeah, hey Velvet, as fast as possible. You're still standing in that hallway, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm imagining I'm I'm like kind of crouched behind something, or I don't know. Um, I feel like a 22. I'm doing something. I need you to roll perception. Roll perception for squib and chug. Okay. 13. Cool. So as you're sitting here crouched down, do you got like your shotgun like in your hand, like ready to go? As you're sitting here crouched down, looking around, Terry under one arm. Actually, I feel like Terry's gotten used to the spacesuit by now. Weapon. You brought weapon, right? Sure. Weapon is just kind of standing unless you want him to be sneaky. He still has at least a 10. A 10? Oh, that's right. Because I cast it past that trace. Okay. You got a 20. As you're standing here, Xylus in the armory looking around, you feel a large hand gently like kind of like rest on your shoulder and you hear a, you should probably turn around. Okay. 
Do you? Yeah. As as you look around behind you, you notice that uh, Chugged is staring down the hallway in the direction you were going. And you know what an anteater looks like, right? Yeah. You see a large... Wait, do you have dark vision? No. Fuck. You have mag light. Oh, yeah, you have your light. You put you like, the light attached to the helmet. Is it on while you're looking around? Sure. As you, like, turn around, the light shines down the hallway. You see a large kind of, like, anteater-looking creature, like, across the hallway. It's kind of like that shape, but it's not furry or anything. And, like, has, like, the big, long nose that, like, the long, like, the nose is on the ground. And at the end of the nose, you see something going, like, and it, like, kind of crosses the hallway. It's like four legs. It's on all four legs, like low to the ground. Is it a fucking water bear? Mm-mm. No, no. I don't remember what they're called. Tardigrades? Yeah. Moss piglets? Water bears? No, it's not that shape. It's not like big and round. It okay. like looks kind of like looks like an anteater. It's got the long tail and like the long snout. You just gonna hang out here while you guys wait for Rose to come back? Yeah. Xylus? Yes. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, uh, yeah I'm gonna back out of the, the armory. Be like, I'm starting to think this should have stayed locked. <laughs> I'll like close the door. You gotta, you gotta close the door. And as you grab the door handle, you watch What's as left? like the things go <laughs> start crawling fast out of the vent quite rapidly. More rapidly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, Rose, probably after ten minutes, you find your friend standing in a hallway with Xylus holding a door closed because there's no longer a doorknob and or yeah. mechanism on it. You really didn't couldn't resist that, could you? No, no. Yeah. I don't have a lockpick set, so mm-hmm. that's the best bet there. Yep. It worked to get it open. You know, the next time we both have free time on the train. <laughs> You're gonna teach me how to lockpick. I'm gonna teach you how to lockpick. That sounds good. It sounds nice. Because that was the exact opposite of our goal here. Yeah, yeah, fair. So Xylus, how are you holding this door closed? Uh Do you have like your hands inside like I the don't. hole and just like fingers down in the door? Like, in the tube, between the two plates. I guess that's how I have to, and I'm gonna, like, aim the flashlight at the hole and, like, make sure I don't see anything coming for me. <sighs> Roll decks off. Okay. <laughs> it's an 11. <laughs> you got a net 20. Oh, no. So as you're standing here with your fingers, like, inside the door, and, like, looking at it, there's a moment where you, like, lose concentration. Not Actually, no. Not even, like, a moment where you lose concentration. Like, you're looking at it, and you see something move in a flash and your fingers get wrapped up in this mucusy meat vine and you can't like as you pull your fingers out it's stuck on and it comes out with you and you guys watched as like coming out of this hole in the door are these three long meat vine wrapped around xylus's finger i'm gonna go to cut it and xylus they start burning i start screaming badly I, okay yeah, i cut the vines roll to hit don't get a one yeah Velvet, you doing anything? Even then, still probably not the worst thing that could happen. Uh, that was my thing. You want to cut I it too? Had a thing? No. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. I'm not gonna try to. Silas, you take four acid damage. Twenty-eight. Okay. Yeah. You. What are you cutting it with? Uh, my rapier. You whip out your rapier and and you slice off these three meaty vines. Yeah. And they quickly the 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 ends recede back in. And Silas, they're still holding on. They're still holding on. Yeah, but they're not like alive anymore. Oh, but they're on my fingers. Yeah. I try and like... As you as you off. go to grab it and yank it off, like yeah. it's stuck on like this weird, almost like hooky Velcro material. So you like... And like the part of your finger where it touches is legitimately starting to dissolve. 
<laughs> through like the spacesuit and everything. I'm gonna try a cure wounds on myself. You, that's fine. You'll stop the dissolving, but like actively started to dissolve. Okay, I did a cure wounds. And Xylus screamed, and just like a shotgun blast, quite loud. What are you guys doing? Who wants to go back to the ship? Because I do. Uh, Because uh, whatever Dagon can do to us is not that. Yeah, there's that. Or we just go quick, I guess. Yeah, fuck it. Do we know where the thing is? Yeah, you have a general idea where the cargo bay is. Where is it? Through the anteater. Yep. That direction. In that direction. You guys were making your way there when you stopped by the armory. Sorry. I'm going to start to power that direction. You guys start moving. Uh, Marie and once Jim again are going to follow you. Going to be sneaky. Roll <laughs> <Well>, stealth. <laughs> Silas and Velvet, would you like to join I guess her? I'm going to follow Rose. All right, cool. You'd be in stealthy. Roll that stealth. Oh, you also have, since you're around, you all have Pass Without Trace on. Oh, that makes it a 36 then. Xylus, mm-hmm. you, uh, you sneakily following? Uh, I'm, I feel okay now, right? Yeah, your fingers do hurt. You ever had like an acid burn? All right, I won't do it yet. I'm gonna be sneaky. Okay. It feels like, like actually, yeah, it feels like you got burned, and your your finger, like where it touched your fingers, are still a little gooey. Okay. Because your meat flesh was melting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a thirty on stealth. Thirty. All right. <laughs> Vel, what would you get? Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Oh, hold on. I'm gonna roll for. Her. Damn. Okay. Uh oh. Cool. Jeremy got a one. Um. Ooh. As you guys are making your way down this hallway, you pass the intersection where Velvet saw the ant eater creature, and you don't see it or anything. You don't know entirely know where it went. And as you're making your way down, probably another two or three minutes, you're really close to the cargo bay when Germ runs into an empty ceramic pot and knocks it over, shattering it. And like as he hits it and falls, he goes, oh, fuck, and knocks dirt everywhere. Spaceship corridor, just a pot on a pedestal. Well, yeah, no, like there's pots on like both sides to like add some flair. Ah, okay. But there was plants in them at one point, but there's got no it. longer plants in there. Okay. It looks like plants or something got ripped out. That's all. He he trips over a pot. Okay. You guys continuing? Should I investigate the pot? Do you want to investigate the pot? I guess. Yeah, investigation. Sure. I don't eat. Velvet's <laughs> familiar with plants and planting and stuff, right? Yeah. There's no plant in here. There's not even root left. No little root fragments, no bugs. And the soil is unnervingly dry. Like something came through and just like all the moisture out of it and it like just gone. So is it just like one solid block, like same shape as the pot? Mm-hmm. Stuck like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. You guys continue on? Sneakily. Sneakily. <laughs> I'm just going to let it roll. Roll that, guys. All right, yeah, he kills it. So you guys continue on for five more minutes and you find a singular large set of double doors with like stencil spray paint on it that says cargo on the doors. Did you go in? Real quick. Maybe we should knock. (laughs) (laughs) Is my spacesuit integrity breached? Just a little bit. Okay. I'm gonna... Someone's got duct tape if you want to duct tape your your spacesuit back. I was gonna ask for them. Yeah. Duct tape. Chug duct tapes your fingers together. Cool. Yeah. Is the door locked? Actually, correction. Is there a door knob? Yeah, it's like a push bar almost. Okay. Do we want to go in? I mean, you know, this, you know, this is where the the cargo that you want is. It's also where probably scary slime monster is. Yeah, but I mean, like, we made the choice to continue, so we're not dead yet. We can always, ba- we can back out whenever. We haven't kicked off the final boss just yet. If that you know of. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Okay, I'm gonna sneakily and slowly open the door. So are you like going up to the door, and push it open? Yeah. 
as you walk up to this door and get closer to it, you can kind of see what's going on. Your light hits it. You see long, bloody handprints, like, on the door. And you see, like, kind of lower down towards the bottom of the door, like a head-shaped impact spot. Don't like that. (laughs) Really don't like that. And as you go to, like... Are you, like, testing the push bar first? Slowly. You slowly begin to push on the push bar, and there's, like, a crunch, and you realize there's, like, the ends of someone's fingers stuck in the push bar that you gotta scrape out. (laughs) Fabulous. And they're real dry. Fabulous. (laughs) Are you you scraping them out? Yeah. You you take, like, a knife or something and scraping them out, and as you scrape them out, you realize there's, like, little tendrils of goo, like, tendrils of meat root stuck to them. Hate that. That snap off pretty easily. Hate that. You push the door open. Slowly. You clunk. Push the door open and you find a fairly sizable cavernous bay packed full of crates and barrels and like tarped over things. The rest of you need to roll perception. Is there good? 17. Damn. Chug got a one. I got 12. So Velvet and Marie, you both at the same time, in the hallway behind you, you watch as that anteater-shaped thing, like, turns a corner and starts, like, coming towards you guys. And then right behind it are four or five of these little, like, kind of look like big chickens, but they have little T-Rex arms, like, come walking up behind it. But you think there might be, like, they have, like, little arms, but you think there might be something attached to their little arms as they're walking up behind this anteater thing. Fuck, there's chickens with guns, guys. And, like, they, they're they kind of like that chicken shape because they're big and round, but, like, they're reflective, like, they're almost covered in, like, a scale or something. Rose. Armadillos. This bay's perfectly clean. Can I do a check to confirm that statement? Yeah, yeah go ahead. Just believe God. You can believe God if you want. Is it an investigation or perception? Investigation. Okay. Zylus. Yes. What'd you roll for? You rolled like a 12. I rolled a 12. Yeah. So I don't see behind me. You don't see behind you. You But I'm looking at the same bay as Rose. Yeah, you're looking in. It's a massive metal bay. Is there any cargo in it? Oh, it's full of cargo. Packed, chocked full of cargo. Um, Rose, what'd you get? Is it a Michael Bay? Michael Blue Bay. I got got an 18. You got an 18. Uh, It is super clean. And you guys also noticed that like, there's like crates and stuff that like, have been open, but the crate's completely cleaned out and stuff like that. Can I, from where I'm looking, investigate for anything that says it just doesn't exist? That's fine. Anything that says uh, soul of a star. No, totally. There is a lot in like kind of the center of the bay away from everything else. Yeah. Is a probably is a metal crate, probably five feet by five feet that has a bunch of stenciling on it. It's like warning, fragile, expensive, heart of a star kind of stuff. Like this is obviously what you're looking for. <clears throat> point at it and go, I found it. <laughs> I don't see behind me, so. No. Rose, you see the same exact thing. Okay. Um, I look behind me. I'm like, we good, guys? We're going to come in and get this? Uh, I think Velvet's just going to say no and then point at the chickens in the yeah, anteater. Hmm. She points behind you and you see several shapes beginning to, like, clunk, 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 making their way towards you. Do we want to kick it off now? Close the fucking door. Okay, so I'm going to get in the door and then close it? Just close the door and see what happens. 
Well, yeah, we gotta all go in the door first. I know. I'm okay. saying so go you're gonna inside c- and okay. close the door and so, yeah. kicking it off right here in the doorway. Uh, okay, that's fine. So you guys all pile in, slam the door behind you. Rose, you are you gonna lock it? Yeah. You you use your lock picks to lock it up, and you're in a massive cargo bay. Hmm. It's quiet. It smells stale in here, and it's very clean. I'm gonna start walking towards the heart of the star while keeping my eye out for everything possible, <laughs> especially focusing on slime and or ooze related objects. You don't I'm just gonna let that, that roll carry over. You don't see anything. Okay. Or hear anything. Fabulous. Or smell anything. I'm wow. just staring at the door. You're just staring at the door? Also how big is this cargo bay? Hundred feet by hundred feet by hundred feet. Rad. Yeah, it's big. You could probably, you know, there could probably be something, something hiding in here, and you wouldn't even know it. Okay, that was. Uh, yep. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Not why I want to know how big it was. <clears throat> you know, Velvet. What are you up to? Probably watching the door to make sure that they don't like slide under the door. So you guys just sit here watching the door, guns yeah. drawn. That was my plan. Yeah. Right. Chug standing there with like this massive like cannon thing. Okay. Got like a large. Large belt of ammunition coming off the side. Maxim? Bigger. Bigger. The ammunition's probably like an inch in diameter oh, and like okay, five yeah. inches long. Yeah. Rose, you walk up to the large crate. It looks like it's made of sheet metal and wood. Mm-hmm. It's bolted down to the floor. What are you doing? I'm going to open it. Uh, I'm just going to say you figure out how to open it. You open up the top of the crate and inside amongst... Like, literally the majority of the inside of this box is foam, like a foam padding. Because in the center of it, in like a five inch by five inch clear kind of glass box, is a large shining gem. It's not like cut, it's just kind of like a rough ball, and it's shining like a star, like whites and yellows and reds. I'm going to pick it up. You pick it up, and it's incredibly heavy. Shocker. So, (laughs) it's heavy enough that you and Marie would have to carry it at the same time. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. So give, I just, give it a weapon eventually. Okay. As you and Marie begin to pull out this box, Xylus in velvet is just sitting here looking at this door. You kind of hear like of something on the other side of the door and like a and it gets real quiet. And then you hear a sizzling noise. Hmm. As two holes in the center of each side of the door begin to like melt open and small chitinous heads poke their way in and go ah! and that's where we're gonna end it thank you for listening to attention deficit and hyperactive dragons adhd space time continuum warp my name's sebastian and i play silas ramsbottom i'm a nerd adhd intergalactic hey my name's caleb and um i play dr Rosalind rose thompson who simultaneously called it and also didn't follow her own advice. (laughs) So we'll see how that one checks out later. Visit that next week. My name is Audrey and I played Velvet, who honestly is just probably really, really terrifying. (laughs) Like there's fight, there's flight, but there's also freeze. And she's probably there. Mm -hmm. Ah. I was Daniel, your wonderful dungeon master for this. And I like, I like space. I like space. I like trains. I like cats. Uh, cats are okay. Here we go. D&D. Yay, D&D. Bye. 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 I love you. Bye. All relevant links in the description. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Mr. Witch and Mr. Light have an agreement. 
with a group of hags who call themselves the Hourglass Coven. You see, they can come and go into the Witchlight Carnival as they please to steal from naughty patrons. But what happens when those patrons come back years later looking for those lost things? Find out as Wizards and Wine takes on the wild beyond the Witchlight. Two tables playing through the same adventure. One table more thoughtful, kind, and bold in their actions. The other table more decisive, more adventurous, a little more prone to taking risks. The actions of each table influences the gameplay of the other. Find out how it all shakes out with Wizards and Wine, the wild beyond the Witchlight. You can catch the podcast on your favorite podcasting platform, and you can catch the live stream on Mondays. Find us on YouTube and Facebook. We hope to see you at the carnival very soon.